Hello, everybody. Let me ask you a question. Would you build a product for a user segment that you're not a part of? A podcast listener emailed me this question. Yes, somebody listens to my podcast. Hi, Sid. And I have experience on both sides. I have built a product for an audience that I knew nothing about before moving into a user segment that I am more familiar with. My opinion is that you can build a product for a user segment that you're not a part of, but I would not recommend it. It makes what is already a difficult experience, which is building a successful business, even more challenging. And it's not something I see myself trying again. So let me tell you a bit about my experience before uh, outlining my arguments for building a product for a user segment that you are a part of. I inherited the family insurance business when I was 18 years old um, as a teenager with aspirations of becoming a drummer, a famous drummer, no less. I really couldn't be further from the user segment that we were targeting, which was landlords. So my inexperience and my lack of understanding of our audience meant the business really struggled to grow. And in an attempt to try and turn things around, I built a software product for landlords. It was a property rental management app called Lodger. And I hoped that by offering this to customers, it would uh, incentivize more signups. So when I, I talk about this now, I kind of cringe because... It was incredibly naive to assume that I, uh, I think I was 25 at the time, so a 25-year-old with zero buy-to-let experience could create a solution for something as complex as property management. You know, if you think about it, landlords juggle multiple properties, tenants with different start dates, repairs, gas safety certificates, leases, deposits, and more. And some landlords do that for a portfolio of properties that spans over 100 properties. So I was um, I was creating software to help landlords run their business, yet I didn't understand their existing processes or problems. Uh, I wasn't part of the user segment and I hadn't done the research to help me understand because, to be quite honest with you, landlords didn't interest me. And that was the problem. So after that, I started building with Jack and I chose my audience wisely, which is freelancers in the creative or digital field. And I'd been freelancing on the side for about seven years as a photographer. And I was also involved in the web industry just because I'd started to develop an interest in technology and design. So I was attending or even speaking at conferences, I was reading industry publications, I was following freelance designers and developers on Twitter. And um and so yeah, I was I was a part of that user segment or or very exposed to that user segment. And as is obvious from the this podcast, or at least I hope, um building with Jack has been far from easy. It's not been easy and there are many challenges that extend beyond understanding my audience. But whilst I struggle to grow or even maintain the landlord business, I have had more success growing with Jack. And I do believe that much of that comes down to knowing my customer. So with my backstory out of the way, here's my argument 
arguments arguments for building a product for a user segment that you're a part of or at the very least very familiar with. Argument number one, you've got to find your user segment interesting. You should like the audience you serve enough that you'd happily talk to them every day for the next 10 years. And okay, um, 10 years is an arbitrary number, but what I do mean by that is that it takes a long time to build a successful business, and a big part of that hinges on understanding your customer. So that means hanging out with these people, talking to them, and getting into their heads. Ask yourself, can you see yourself having coffee with them every day? And not just that, but customer needs develop and change over time. So you have to be invested enough in your market that the conversations never stop. And spending the next 10 years in discussion with landlords, well, I can think of better things to do, like sitting on a throne of nails. Well, maybe not that, that was a bit dramatic. So uh, you can understand the user segment you're not a part of. It is easier than ever to research audiences with Reddit, with Facebook and online communities. But I do think it will take more work and more effort and time to get there. And another thing to be mindful of is how you'll feel when things aren't going well, which spoiler alert, happens a lot in business. There are times it feels like everything is against you. There are periods of slow sales, high user churn and unhappy users. And sometimes there are periods that combine all these things. So ask yourself, will you still be interested in helping this audience when the going gets hard and morale is low? Because I, I personally, to, to be honest, found it really difficult staying motivated when I was targeting landlords, which was obviously a user segment I couldn't get very excited about. And even now, I still have rough days, um, despite focusing on freelancers, but I am more inclined to get through those days because I'm motivated by this bigger mission of helping to keep freelancers in business. So if you've picked a market because it can make you money, it might not be enough to get you over the finish line. You've got to find your user segment interesting. Argument number two. It's hard to access a user segment you're not a part of. Getting access to user segments you're not a part of can be really tricky. And I know this because I needed to speak to landlords before building Lodger to ensure that I was creating something valuable, but I didn't have a network to capitalize on. And when I compared that to launching with Jack, I had a few thousand uh, kind of relevant Twitter followers. I had a small network of my target market and an email list for freelancers. So it was easier to have conversations, uh, to do research and most importantly, or not most importantly, but just as importantly, get my first customers Earlier I mentioned that it is easier than ever to research audiences. I am a big fan of scouring subreddits and Facebook groups to learn about my audience. But that's the easy part. The difficult part is getting people to talk to you. It's becoming trickier to capture people's attention. So chances are, if you pop into a Facebook group looking to collect responses about a product you're building few people will take notice unless you've already spent time providing value and interacting with that group. Again, I'm not saying that it's impossible, 
but being a part of your user segment makes research a lot easier. Argument number three. Building for the user segment you're a part of makes your job easier. And let me explain why. I'm familiar with the types of issues that freelancers face, and that's partly because I was one for seven years, but also because I've done the research about how our product helps with the common problems that freelancers experience. And again, this research is easier to do if you're a part of or familiar with the user segment. So let's take our new product that we've just launched, uh, Legal Expenses, as an example. We plug there. Like most insurance policies, many of its features are kind of buried under lots of legal jargon and just really complex wording. If you looked at this document, um, there's a good chance you wouldn't understand what it means. And even the name itself is horribly corporate. And I think it doesn't do a good job of explaining what the product does. And the way legal expenses is marketed by most insurers is predominantly to help with employment disputes and tribunals. Did I say that word right? Which is obviously irrelevant to freelancers because they don't have employees. However, if we dig deeper into the product, we can uncover certain features like the debt recovery clause, which is where a lawyer will chase overdue invoices for you. And suddenly we have a product that's now incredibly valuable to freelancers. And because I'm familiar with my market, I was able to identify these features and know how to communicate them in a way that resonates with freelancers. And I don't think I would have been able to do that with landlords. And with the, the property management SaaS that I built, I wanted to give landlords a way to manage their properties in the cloud. And I would later find out that a lot of landlords are actually happy doing things old school, which means managing their portfolio with pen and paper. Uh, I learned that after having various conversations um, with landlords, you know, when asking them, so what is it you do to manage your properties? Well, we just write things down. <laughs> or an advanced solution for them was a spreadsheet. So if I'd been a part of that user segment, that's something that I would have been aware of before spending nine months building the app. And another example that I have from my landlord days was the quote system that I'd built um, we'd used technology that was considered quite progressive at the time and it simplified this three-page process to buy a policy down to just one page. But what I would later learn is that most landlords are actually pretty content to fill out a traditional proposal form on their old Windows computer using an outdated version of Internet Explorer, probably Internet Explorer 6, and, uh, and so our quote system wouldn't even work on that. And again, that's something that I would have known if I was part of that audience. So that's my experience. I do have friends who are building VC-backed companies for markets that they aren't a part of, but they are making it work. So it can be done. It just isn't for me. And I do think that it makes the journey that little bit harder. And there are enough obstacles to face already without adding another one in. So instead... I recommend choosing a market that you are a part of or at least familiar with because this will help you in various ways. Number one, you'll want to continue to work on your product and serve your audience when things get tough. 
and they really do get tough, trust me. Uh, so if you've entered a market just because you think it will be lucrative, it can be challenging having the grit to keep going when it's not making money. Number two, you'll have access to the very people that you're building it for, whether that's pre-launch validation or post-launch iteration. And number three, you'll have a better understanding of your user, which feeds into creating a better product, better marketing, messaging, features, etc. So I think building for a user segment you're a part of makes your job easier in general. But you know what? I'd love to hear your opinion, especially if you want to disagree with me. Um, so please reach out. I am Ashley on Twitter or hello at iamashley.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.